They say that the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. But in the case of Derek Kaufman, the apple rolled all the way to L.A. The one thing Derek and his mother share in common, however, is the love for breaking news. TMZ is breaking news faster than the New York Times. So sit back and enjoy the news from Hollywood as only the Kaufman family can bring it. Oh boy, I'll tell you what, it's one of those days where everything is uh, just upside down and sideways. And apparently my son, who left me with a horrible cold, has now got that horrible cold himself. How you feeling, kid? Uh, you know, it, it's, just, it's like we can't get on the right track all at the same time around this house. Someone <laughs> is always sick, and I uh, drew the short straw. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, you know, you guys left and left me with a monster cold that's taken me weeks to get rid of. But, uh, you know, I, I, I guess it's just that time of year, flus and colds and, of course, the never-ending saga of COVID. L.A.'s got some crazy numbers again. Exactly. Well, I took a rapid test. So I don't have that yet, but uh, I've had it before, and this is kind of worse, I'll be honest with you. I so. agree. I agree. Yeah, a cold is still the worst thing. Now, you know, the, the saddest news came across the wire last night, and, you know, I text you immediately whenever I hear any celebrity news, but I have to tell you, I have actually struggled with Lisa Marie Presley's death overnight. It kept me up. And I feel really bad about it, and I, I can't put my finger on why. I guess maybe because that really is the end of Elvis. Yeah, you know, it was extremely eerie um, when the news came in and we sort of uh, ran down the story and, and figured out what was going on. She went into cardiac arrest, um, was taken to the hospital. She was put into an induced coma, and then she passed away. And I, I got to say, I didn't expect it to be that rapid. I thought there might have been a turn for the better, but... It didn't turn out that way, and you're right. Everyone is, is, is grieving quite a bit in some way because of Elvis, the movie. She was just at the Golden Globes. I mean, this was Tuesday night, right. uh, and she was very emotional while Austin Butler accepted his award and told her, her and Priscilla that her, and now she's passed. So it's a very, very emotional time, and you're right. The, connection to, the connections, direct connections to Elvis are few and far between now. Yeah, and I mean, uh, even... In the case of, of his heredity, there was only the one son. She only had one son. I think the rest are all girls. And he committed suicide a couple of years ago. Yeah, that's the really tragic sort of part of this all is her son, Benjamin, uh, committed suicide in 2020 uh, with a self-inflicted gunshot wound. He was only 27 years old. Uh, you're right. He would be a direct male descendant of Elvis. And mm -hmm. he's gone. She... Uh, posted a lot about her processing that grief and how it never goes away when you when you bury a child. And she was struggling. She did look frail at the Golden Globes. A lot of people are noticing and going through those videos now to look for clues. But 54 years old is, is just not, not old at all. No, it's too, it's too young for a heart attack. But, you know, you have to be noting, as have I, that uh, we're seeing a lot of heart attacks and very young people. I mean, you know, athletes, healthy young people in high school and, uh, and now people who probably had the best medical care possible is someone like Lisa Marie. But, uh, you know, I, I, I do think that, um, that, you know, she has struggled. She had struggled for years with addiction, just like her father. And um, it wreaks havoc on the human body. There's no question about it. Yeah, you know, now everyone is reflecting, and she did. She had some, some troubles and travails in her life. I mean, you know, her, her father was 42 when he passed, and she was 
I believe, only nine years old. So she grew up with that and carrying his legacy. Then she married Michael Jackson for a period of time, married Nicolas Cage. Those were tumultuous marriages. Mm -hmm. uh, she's been through a lot in 54 years. And it's, it, it, it was absolutely shocking news, though. There are some people that you're sort of waiting for things. Uh, you know, you sort of have a sense that life is not going so well, but no one really thought this about Lisa Marie. Yeah. Well, we'll, you know, I'm sure after a while we'll find out more. Again, as I say, it is unusual for a 54-year-old woman to have, a, you know, a cardiac arrest that results in her death, especially when they did regain a pulse from what the TMZ report says that, you know, that she was, uh, you know, her heart was beating when they got her to the hospital. Yeah, they uh, administered epinephrine and, and they did report that there was a pulse at some right. point. Um, but then she was never able to surface from the, the induced coma. So she passed away. Well, well listen, you know, the, there are, are plenty of stories about, you know, people passing on TMZ even just today. Evil Knievel's son, Robbie Knievel? dead at 60? I mean, these are young people. Yeah, you know, I mean, Robbie Knievel, it's hard to imagine a, a riskier path through life than jumping over the uh, the Caesars Fountain multiple times. I think he did something <laughs> more than 300 jumps in his career, really followed in his father's footsteps, jumped several times with his father, Evil Knievel, um, as early as when he was eight years old. And, you know, he passed away. He was in hospice care for a period of time, and he has also passed away, but what a legacy. I mean, there, if you if you just Google Robbie Knievel, and not even Evil Knievel's name on YouTube, you'll see the feats that he attempted, some of which he succeeded in. They are maybe the most uh, sort of courageous jumping family in history, and they're certainly mm -hmm. synonymous with it one time trying to jump across the Grand Canyon. So the tributes are really pouring in for Robbie as well. Yeah, and apparently he uh, had a long struggle with pancreatic cancer. So, um, you know, that's a tough one. There are some cancers that are uh, curable, and then there are those that aren't. Well, how about some good news, though? The craziest uh, rap star in the universe, uh, clothing designer, has gotten married again, although you you guys couldn't find a marriage certificate, could you? Yeah, we haven't seen the official documents yet, but Kanye is wearing a wedding band, and we've got sources that are telling us that he did get married. He had some sort of wedding ceremony with a woman named Bianca Sensori. Um, who's a beautiful uh, Yeezy architectural designer. She's worked with him for years. If you look on the website, you'll notice she sort of resembles Kim. I'm just yeah. going to sort of put that out there, that he has a type. Uh, yes. She's quite beautiful and sort of exotic looking. And she dyed her hair blonde recently, and they were at the Waldorf Astoria having breakfast. So people started to look into it and say, who is this woman? Mm -hmm. uh, and we found out that it's his wife. Mm. And he had a song that he put out that uh, was called Sensory Overload, and that's that was her last name. Yeah, and it's fascinating because the song that was put out, people didn't really put it together at that point, but there's a lyric in that song uh, about not being able to have sex while you're not married. Remember, Kanye is quite religious. Right. And now people are putting together that, oh, he got married because he was dating her and, and, and wanted to have sex, and it was against his religious um, sort of principle to do so without marriage. So a lot of people are speculating about that. It's unclear, like I said. You know, Kanye's so erratic that it right. wouldn't shock me if there's no marriage certificate and this is just a spiritual ceremony. But nevertheless, I think Kim, his ex, is probably quite excited that he would have someone in his life and can maybe divert his attention and hopefully stabilize him a bit. Yeah, well, I wouldn't count on that. Uh, she wasn't able to do it, so I don't know that anybody can. 
And now, of course, uh, you know, you guys also broke the story about T.J. Holmes and Amy Robeck, not only that they were having an affair, but now apparently they're going to sue ABC for what? Well, it remains to be seen. You know, they've lawyered up uh, because, remember, they're on uh, indefinite leave after the news of their romance uh, took over GMA. Um, They tried to just sort of power through it and have them on the air, but then quickly remove them because it was a huge distraction and uh, an investigation was launched, an internal investigation to see when this romance began, uh, how, how, whether any company resources were used during the affair and so forth. Um, that's ongoing. They're not on the air. And now they're maybe getting a little nervous uh, about what, what that means, whether they'll be pushed out, whether they'll be terminated, constructively terminated. So they've got legal counsel. And that's what you do because they need to defend themselves in case the company um, rules against them. It tries to ruin ruin their careers, although, you know, this this kind of stuff doesn't seem to ruin people's careers anymore. As a matter of fact, it kind of makes them, uh, you know, uh, quirky and they get more press than they deserve. It does, but, you know, GMA, remember, Good Morning America is a wholesome show for the most part. And, you know, Amy used to go on that show with her now ex-husband, Andrew Shue, and they would talk about their lovely marriage and their blended family. And sometimes the values of morning program in particular are still mm. a bit old-fashioned, quite wholesome. So this is a bit more shocking. You're right. If this were a, you know, a reality show on E! or Bravo, uh, they'd fit right in. This would be Real Housewives. This would be sweeps material. Right. Yeah, exactly. And Ezra Miller, apparently uh, he, he took a plea. He took a plea deal, huh? Yeah, look, I, I hope things are sort of turning around for Ezra. We cover him quite a bit, and his life was sort of, uh, coming off the rails in a lot of in a, in a lot of ways, and just as he was getting very successful, he plays the Flash in the, in the you know Warner Brothers DC movies. Um, he's got that movie upcoming, uh, but there's been a lot of distractions with the law. One of which was in Vermont, where he was accused of burglary and trespassing. He's now copped a plea, um, only ha- you know pled to misdemeanor trespass, which is a very minor charge. He's got a year of probation. And in his statements to the press, he's now saying, look, I'm, I'm trying to get things back on track. He sort of acknowledges some of the mental instability in his life. And I hope he's able to, to sort of right the ship a bit because there's a very promising career there for Ezra. Yeah. And, and yeah, I thought he, you know, he, he had the world in his hand and then he kind of threw it away with this erratic behavior. But look, you know, mental health issues, uh, we're becoming acutely aware of how many of these celebrities have them. Look at Marvin Gaye's son, right? All of a sudden, he's waving guns around. Uh, I'm, I'm still yeah, trying to. Yeah, he's accused of that. I mean, it's 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 been a wild few days of news. So we'll we'll continue to track that one because you hear Marvin Gaye and and gun in the news, and your mind immediately goes to his father. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I realized we were watching when you were down. We were watching with the kids the Polar Express, and I never realized that uh, the the little cartoon girl was actually played by Marvin Gaye's daughter, Nona Gaye. <laughs> oh, interesting. I didn't yeah. know that either. You've just given me a piece of trivia. I only knew that Tom Hanks had weird, creepy, lifeless eyes <laughs> as a conductor. Yes, he did. Have it was the movie. early days of that technology, and we were in the uncanny valley of whether they were human or animated. And it, it was odd, but it didn't, it didn't seem to alarm Nixon and Carter. No, it did not. And last but not least, did Shaq really eat frog's legs live on the air you know Shaq is one of the most colorful figures <laughs> i love his post-retirement yeah he does this kind of stuff I, right. we 
he's a real friend of TMZ in, in a lot of ways. You know, he'll always shout out Harvey, very friendly to our camera people. And he's absolutely, his post-retirement persona is maybe even more fun than he is playing days. So the frog legs are just are just icing on the cake. Yeah, well, he was, he must have lost a bet uh, when uh, it, TCU lost to Georgia in the championship, so he had to do it. That's right. <laughs> you can't make But he's so lovable. Up. Don't you love seeing Shaq just, you know, now losing bets and, and paying them off live on the air? It's great. It's, yeah. Ian Barkley and Kenny Smith are so much are the fun best. to watch. Yeah, I, I agree. And And actually, you know, I went to see the movie Black Adam this week. Um, I don't recommend it, but uh, I've seen it. Yes, I, I don't recommend it either. <laughs> yeah, it was horrible. But but the Shazam using the word Shazam in it was kind of like a tribute to uh, to Will Smith and and Shaq. You know, it's like Shazam. well, Shaq is Kazam, and many people remember <laughs> it as a Shazam. But he was the genie in Kazam, which oh, is that also so? is not a very recommendable movie. <laughs> no, not at all. All right, well, I hope you feel better. Thanks for coming on in spite of your cold. And please check out the box that arrived at your house that apparently was intended for your Oh, nephews. I did, and it has your nephew, it has your grandson's gifts in it. So we will not open them. We'll, we'll pass them along. Okay, thanks. I appreciate it. All right, and they're sending you yours. Okay, bye, guys. Right. You take care. All right, that uh, that's, uh, that's all the news from... California from Celebrity Land, and uh, I'm going to take a final break and before I end the show, and I do want to remind you that uh, Ben Shapiro's coming up at 4 o'clock, first Dan Bongino at 1 o'clock, at 6 o'clock it'll be the WPTV local news to wrap up the week, and then of course, um, we'll begin this madness all over again on Monday morning with your morning crew. In the meantime, stay right where you are.